0: Here's Smith-Marset. What a burst through the hole touchdown. This guy is explosive. The third touchdown of the game
1: for Smith-Marset.
0: And welcome back to the Cover 3 podcast. This is the Hurry Up Hot Seat. We are counting down the top 25 teams in the CBS Sports 2020 preseason rankings. We've got on these hot seat episodes, we are bringing the authors. They have put all the hard work into doing the research. They've been talking to their sources on the ground, around the school, getting the best information to look ahead to the 2020 season. So now we will welcome back to the hot seat, David Cobb. As we prepare to talk about the Iowa Hawkeyes, and David, the, the Iowa Hawkeyes are a program with an immense amount of consistency in their performance, and yet at the same time, I kind of feel like quietly Kirk Ferentz has led about a four- or five-year run that really ranks among tops in all of Iowa history, there are the missing Big Twelve, a Big Ten championships that I'm sure that a lot of diehard fans would want. Um, what, do you believe that that level of consistency that has been raised a little bit in the last half decade? Do you see that continuing in 2020?
2: Well, if it's going to continue, it's going to look a lot different than it did last season. But they they had one of the best defenses in the country last season. They lose a, a decent amount uh, off that defense, and uh, the offense was consistent, but not great. And it's going to have to take a big step forward, I think, uh, if they're going to be a 10-win team uh, for the f- uh, two years in a row for the first time since 2003 and 2004. That was the last time they won d- double-digit games in back-to-back years. And you're right, they've been really good over the last five or six years, but they still haven't strung together back-to-back 10-win uh, seasons. And uh, the, the offense is going to have to take a step forward if they're going to do that this, this, this year.
1: All right, well, then bl- lay it out lay it out for me what what is what is the way like what does it look like for 2020 Iowa to be a 10win team what would well, what would that entail
2: yeah well the, the problem is that the runway is pretty short like they, they start with Northern Iowa which, which shouldn't I mean a, a fine FCS team but but shouldn't be too much trouble but then real quick out of the gate you go to Iowa State and you play Minnesota so the runway is not real short. So they need uh, Spencer Petros to really emerge in fall camp or whatever that looks like um, and take a firm grasp of the quarterback job because they don't have time uh, to sort of, you know, ease somebody into that position or whatever. And he's, he's thrown, I think 10 passes in his career. So, I mean, he's got to really have, I think have a great preseason practice session uh, for Iowa to come out blazing. But the good news is that he's got a lot of uh, weapons on offense. I mean, they returned, I think, one of the best wide-receiving units in the Big Ten, if not the country. And, uh, yes, they lose uh, Tristan Wurfs off that offensive line. He was a first-round pick. But uh, Alaric Jackson is back at one tackle spot. And then they got a graduate transfer at the other tackle spot who was going to be all Big Ten at Indiana before he like blew out a knee or something last season. That's Koi uh, Kronk. So everything else around the, around the offense, I think, is in good shape. Except that quarterback position is a little bit of a mystery because you know Nate Stanley held the job for three years in Iowa. Once they get a quarterback in place, they don't. There is there are no more battles. Once Iowa gets his quarterback, he's the quarterback, and and so uh, I guess there's just a little bit of uncertainty, and I don't feel you know just completely great about that position going into
0: the season. What about the the next the next men up that are up on the defensive side of the ball? I mean, that's where you hope that Iowa's player
2: development chops really sort of uh, shine again. Because, I mean, you go in and you look at the last four recruiting classes, and and according to 247, they're all in the 30 to 40 range. I mean, there's nobody in them that just jumps off the page at you. Um, And they've got a lot to replace. I mean, Iowa had five players uh, taken in the draft and – uh, two of them were defensive players, uh, maybe even three, actually. And so, um, yeah, that, that's a lot of heft to replace off of a, of a really good defense. But, I mean, I, I like uh, Gemon Colbert, a uh, linebacker, um, a guy who, who's going to be a, a third-year starter now, who's been one of their leading tacklers. I think he could be a guy who you know finishes the season with something like 80 tackles, who probably – they probably designed some things to where he's rushing the passer more now that – you know, a lot of their, their sack production has departed. Um, but I don't know, this is where it's a little bit of a mystery and that, uh, we need, uh, their sort of player development to shine through here. I mean, look, I mean, their, their, their defensive coordinator has been there all 22 years with Kirk Ferentz. Um, so he, he obviously knows what he's doing and they know how to develop guys. and, And I'm sure there'll be some, some people who emerge, but, I mean, I don't have a lot of answers right now for who, who, that, who that's going to be. Um, the, the Iowa defense didn't allow more than 24 points in a game last season, which is insane. Um, and that, they're they're going to take a step back this year. There, there's no question about that.
1: Yeah, which is why I'm not really worried about their defense. Uh, they'll figure it out. They'll be fine. Defense will be good. It'll be a typical Iowa defense. They'll bend but don't break and make people drive the field. And then when you hand the ball over to the offense, is Spencer Petrus going to be – Any good at quarterback? I mean, that's, that's the big question. And then they also have to go to at Ohio State and at Penn State out of the East. I mean, that's a pretty brutal cross division slate. Uh, So when you get down to it and and where, where, where are we ranked? Like, what are we talking here in terms of our, the the ranking that we are uh, discussing?
2: I mean, they're ranked 19 in our poll. I feel like that might be a little generous and kind of, it might be taking last year's strong finish into account, uh, maybe a little too much. I mean, they thrashed USC in the bowl game uh, to finish with 10 wins, but I mean, you're right, that schedule is, is brutal. I mean, Ohio State and Penn State, that, that's as tough of a, a cross-division draw as you can have. I mean, and they've got Michigan State, which, you know, obviously they should be down a little bit, but uh I, I, the path to 10 wins is, is tough i mean there's no doubt about it because the big 10 west is is getting better i mean uh wisconsin is obviously wisconsin and will be good minnesota's uh, emerged and it's here to stay and Nebraska's actually you know a lot of people think about to turn a corner and so that division is going to be it's going to be tough and, and so i think this is more of an eight or a nine win iowa team than, than, a, than a 10 or 11 win out
0: but that doesn't mean that it's not the nineteenth. Wait, I don't know why I'm on the hot seat or defending the Iowa Hawkeyes right now, but it's like, <laughs> like it's it's not the prediction of where they rank in terms of wins at the end of the season. I feel like the you could look at Iowa and you could say that among these teams that all have some question marks, Iowa being uh, probably specifically the quarterback position because of David, as you mentioned, the strengths elsewhere at wide receiver. That they might be one of those teams that. Is a nine-win team with seven wins? Does that make sense?
2: Yeah, yeah. It, it, what it's got one. It's going to depend on how quickly the offense can figure it out, and then two, how how good can that defense be by the back half of the schedule? Because uh, Iowa under Kirk Ferentz, their thing recently has been finishing strong. They have won the, their final regular season game like something like six seasons in a row. The uh, last year they closed the season on a four-game winning streak. I mean, they just have a habit of really closing the season strong. Um, so this could be a team that, after that brutal stretch in mid-October, is at or below 500. But then, you know, somehow they win five of their last six games and, um, you know, kind of sneak back into the top 25. I think that's the kind of season that we're probably headed for with this team. It's going to be another one of those Iowa teams where we don't really talk about them much. Uh, maybe they pull an upset here or there, and then you look up at the end and it's like, oh yeah, well, you know, what? Well, I had a
0: decent season. All right, what, what about that Michigan State game? So we mentioned that the Ohio State, Penn State, uh, Count, Counselor Simmons, I would say that we both agree that those are going to be losses, right?
1: Uh, I, I, listen, Iowa is capable of beating anyone. <laughs> I will contend that. They've done it. So I'm not – but I'm assu- – yes, I'm assuming more than likely those are going to be tough to pull off. All
0: right, David Cobb at Minnesota, Michigan State at home – how many wins between those two games?
2: Yeah, I'm going to go with one. Um, yeah. I, I, I think Minnesota's going to be chomping at the bit uh, to get Iowa because they were 9-0 and when they went to Iowa last season. Iowa beat them by, I think it was a point. Um, and Minnesota gets them at Minnesota pretty early on this season while Iowa was going to be figuring some things out. I think Minnesota probably wins that game, but that Michigan State game is huge because you have to win that one before you go on the road back-to-back weeks against the two best teams in the league, Um, and I think they will. I mean, it's at home. It's uh, Against a Michigan State team, it's not going to be that great. So uh, I I, I selected that Michigan State game as one of my key games um, for our preview. Uh, I even chose it over the Nebraska game because I think if you lose that game, you're in for a really tough
0: season. He is David Cobb. He's been relieved from the hurry-up hot seat. David, thank you very much. Thanks, guys. Welcome to the Nothing Personal with David Sampson podcast. Do me a favor and blink, please. Did you blink? That's how fast the Major League Baseball season went in 2020. The postseason is already upon us. Whether it's baseball news, UN NFL, college football, water polo, chess, movies. If there's a story, we'll have it covered every weekday, five days a week. Just subscribe and download on Apple, Spotify, Stitcher, YouTube, or wherever else you find your podcasts. No BS, no soft tosses, no hot takes. You know, it's always business. It's nothing personal.